Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. I am so excited for today's conversation. It is an honor and a privilege to have sat down with Jillian Bashi and listened to her story of what's possible when you walk this path, of what's possible when you step into this work fully and remove obstacles from your body. And this is the details of her cleansing journey, how we met, as well as the incredible, beautiful surprise win that she had. It's really, really powerful. So Jillian is a licensed psychotherapist, an intuitive healer, guiding soul-led entrepreneurs and healers on a healing journey to their inner guidance, wisdom, and power. She is on her second year of being a fiercely empowered mama. And I highly encourage you to learn more about Jillian's offerings, to follow her, to join her private Facebook group, which is Purpose Driven Intuitive Women. I mean, there's so much that this woman and I could have talked about today that's relevant to the Fiercely Awakening podcast, but today we focused on her story, her healing journey, and it's really a big conversation about fertility. I'm so excited. As always, I love hearing from you. Enjoy. Hello, Jillian. I'm so excited and honored to have you part of the Fiercely Awakening podcast today and share this incredible message with us. How are you doing? I am doing so good. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh my gosh. This is, I mean, it's funny because I think we've been talking about doing a podcast together for probably a good year now. And it's like, and then it just hits and it's like, okay, the time is now we're going to do this now. And it's going to go live this week and we're going to make it happen. So it's just the timing is everything. Absolutely. Perfect divine timing. Yes. So I love to know, I love my memory to be refreshed of how we met. How did you come into my world? Because now it's like, I feel like I've known you forever and I can't imagine you not part of my world, but I know it's, we've only known each other for a really short period of time. Yes, I know. I was so excited to share this because, well, so originally I found you through a Facebook ad, you know, you popped up somehow, Um, you know, I'm always into, you know, the holistic world and I saw your ad and it was in 20, gosh, it was like at the end of 2020, Um, you know, so we were, you know, everything was kind of shut down at the time and um, your message just stood out to me and I thought, oh, I'll join her Facebook group and see what this is all about. I had no idea who you were. (laughs) 
at all, but you know, I'm, I'm very in tune with my intuition. And when I get that feeling, I'm like, okay, something's here. So I tuned into one of your trainings. You were, you know, launching FEM 2021 at that time. And you were doing a whole series of classes. And so I tuned in and I remember you sharing, you know, that you are a naturopath and you went to um, NITE, the Naturopathic Institute of Therapy and Education in um, Mount Pleasant area. And it's so funny because I went to Central Michigan and I went to NITE for a couple of years and no Dr. Bashine Baker. Oh my I- gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so when I heard you say that, I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to tune in here. Like there is a reason I connected with you because I I was on that journey at a very young age of 18, 19. Um, and it always spoke to me and, you know, there were reasons I kind of just personal, like I, I got activated and triggered. I wasn't in a place to 20 years ago, I think, hold that, that um, naturopathic stance. Yes. Um, and it, it was just different times 20 years ago than it is now. And I, I couldn't handle the pushback I was getting from people. Um, when I would share and teach. And so I went into like a safer direction into social work, which is great. It's not, you know, anything bad, but it was just, it always resonated for me, but I got off the track. Um, And then I felt like you kind of really anchored me back onto that track. And so it was just so, it just like, I don't know, it just blows my mind that that's how, I mean, that's what really showed up when I, when I, you know, saw your trainings and just drew me into you. And of course I signed up for FEM 2021. I just love that so much. It's so, it's like when you find yourself somewhere and you're like, I think I need just like a little bit more of a nudge here. And then that whole connection just like made me just like, I don't know, like instantly you felt like you knew me. Right. And I just love that because then it was enough to step into the femme world. And now it's like, you've been with me forever. We've been hanging out forever is what it feels like, right? Energetically. It's like, oh my gosh, like, of course you're here. Of course you found your way here because this is exactly where you're meant to be. So cool. Um, So how was that first year in femme? Oh my gosh. It was, it was exactly what I needed. It just like brought me back. Some of the things you taught, it was almost just like a refresher. Like, oh my gosh, yes. I I remember learning about this. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, back on track. And then some things it was all just new, you Mm -hmm. know, things. And, um, I just felt at home. It was just a community that I just felt so at home and having all these amazing moms, together, all like-minded and having options available. And then if something came up, it was like, there's a Facebook group where we can ask questions and there's all this information, you know, you share in the modules and the teachings and you would do the ask me whatever Wednesday. And it was like perfect timing. Usually I'd have some kind of a question and then you would answer it live. And it just was so helpful. I loved every minute of it. I love that. So, okay. So you did, so we're actually not going to be spending as much time today talking about FEM, although that's another conversation that's likely on the table in the future, 
But what I want to dive into today is you said yes to FEM, found that alignment, and then that same year you said yes to the cleansing circle. Yes. When I signed up, I signed up like right away when you were offering all the bonuses, Uh the bonus classes. I'm like, I want it all. I'm signing up right (laughs) away. (laughs) And one of the bonuses was the cleansing circle. So yes, I knew I was going to do a cleanse for sure. You know, it's funny because there are parts of people's story that just like little things that I remember. And one of the things I remember was I don't know if it was resistance or just like, hey, what do you think about me just doing this other cleanse or adapting this? Or there was like something like that. Like, was it resistance to like, oh my gosh, I'm going to step into this unknown territory or remind me what that was about? I I do remember that. Um, I remember asking you, I think because I've, well, so I've, I've done the master cleanse before. Okay. And, you know, because I went to NITE, so I learned it there and I did it. And and mind you, this was when I was probably 19 years old. I'm almost 41, you know, so it was a long time ago. Um, And I, it was very, very powerful. Some big shifts happened for me when I did it that long time, that long ago. But I remember I stopped at like day seven. And, you know, it was, I don't know why exactly I did. I mean, a big shift happened, but I feel, I felt like, you know, is there flexibility here? I kind of just wanted to know, like, can I, can I make this, you know, a little shorter if I needed to? (laughs) And I think part of it was like around my commitment because you have to have a mindset of commitment to do a cleanse And I needed, I think, to hear you say, you need to do the full 10 days and do the whole thing spelled out to a T so that I could really step into this cleanse and fully commit. I'm so glad I asked that because I wasn't planning on asking you that, but it just dropped in because I felt that I had no idea that you had done a master cleanse before. But I think what you're saying, though, that speaks to that wishy-washy conviction, like it was resonating with you, the natural health stuff, but there was other influences, you know? So it could have been as simple of an influence of like, what the heck are you doing? What do you mean you have an eight in seven days? You know, like, oh yeah, I probably could stop doing this. And that is where in the cleansing circle, there is a calibration of, of ease and flow that is available. And you modeled that for us because what I remember of your 10 day master cleanse was you rocked that. Yeah, I was, I was fierce with it. I mean, I was so committed. It was at the height of the, you know, the pandemic and I, it was right when the new vax was about to be released. And I was in this energy of, well, first of all, there was underlying fear, right? Cause we were all kind of not sure yes. what was going on. And, and so then I moved into this cleanse is going to make me invincible. It's going to make me fierce. I'm going to only allow white light into my body. Mm. And it was just like, I, it was a full body chills activated step into my power 
detox. And it it wasn't even, and I know we're going to talk about fertility and whatnot, you know, it wasn't even, that wasn't necessarily my focus for it, although that was always kind of in the background. Um, But it was more of, I'm not gonna, like, there is, you know, there's an entity perhaps trying to make us sicker Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to allow that. Like I'm a powerful human being mm-hmm. and I'm going to show that through this cleanse. And that was where I, I felt just so in my power and I was on it every single day. My why was so big mm-hmm. and I stayed fully committed the full 10 days. Nothing got me off track. And you felt incredible. I did. I did. There were three days. I remember it was like day three, day five, maybe day seven. Those were, there was like three days that I remember it being more challenging. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, you gave us so much support that, you know, I was, I, you know, I opened my channels of elimination. You get, you muscle tested me for the remedies I needed. I knew that I needed to, you know, clear out, um, glyphosate. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, what we were focusing on was really, you know, the, um, environmental toxins, which I didn't really realize how much that was an issue for me until I tested for it. And I thought, okay, actually, maybe that makes sense. I kind my body naturally holds on to toxins a little too well. You know, it needs, mm-hmm. a, it needs some help with really letting go of these toxins. And, um, and I just knew that I needed to clear this out. And um, I was just, I was just going to make it happen. I had the tools. I, I was, you know, doing the, the baths and uh, I didn't do an enema. I never did that, but I did everything else you recommended. I was, you know, doing all the things and I was taking the breaks and I was tuning into my body and resting when I needed to rest. But I really had a lot of energy to be honest, which kind of surprised me. I remember being on day nine and I did a live and I'm like, I have, I have gone nine days without eating and I feel amazing. Um, which I think a lot of people get scared by that. They get really scared. And I think to what you spoke to before, when I was 19 doing the cleanse, there was pushback. There Mm -hmm. were people in my life that questioned what I was doing and thought what I was doing was probably bad for my body. And it probably was subconsciously in the background of why I stopped at day seven. I'm so glad you brought up the glyphosate conversation because you know, so this is oftentimes, you know, it can be the first time, right, that somebody's ever thought about the fact that these environmental toxins are actually really, truly at play here in creating um, creating weaknesses in the body. And the way that glyphosate works, it ties up our mineral base and it works like an antibiotic in the body. And so as we have this glyphosate in our body, and I know you know this now, but just for the listeners here, it's like, we're not able to actually make use of our minerals and everything that we do runs on our minerals. So no matter how much good supplements that we're taking, which I know was a priority to you to begin with, if the glyphosate is there, 
we're only getting a certain percentage of that back. So when we clear up the glyphosate, now all of a sudden we're getting full from the foods that we eat, you know, as best as we can, but even more importantly, the supplements that we're taking. It's powerful. And so you were on an environmental pathway, which sounds like it was like really the first time that you had targeted glyphosate, targeted other environmental toxins in this way. And that was your focus as part of your master cleanse in that round. Of course, you had a bigger why, but that was like the targeted pathway that you're walking. That's right. Yep. I was targeting the glyphosate in particular. And it makes so much sense when you say that because I am, you know, so great at taking my supplements and, you know, I'm not perfect. I don't always eat perfectly, you know, but I, I eat pretty well and I, you know, do my herbal infusions and, and it felt like it's like you said, it doesn't kind of matter how much you do when you have this glyphosate in your body, you're really not absorbing and taking in what you need to be taking in. And this is going to negatively impact your system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many people will say to me like, Oh, why do you still need to cleanse? I mean, you know, like they're looking at my lifestyle, they're looking at who I am. Right. And they're like, well, why would you need to cleanse still? And I'm like, oh my goodness, like we are exposed every single day in every single way, right? Like if I want to go swim in the lake, if I want to go run around in the grass, like all of these things have glyphosate attached to them. And that's just one environmental toxin of many. Even the organic foods that we buy have traces of glyphosate. You know, it's like even like some things that are organic, they're not telling us the glyphosate levels in them. We just assume because they're organic, there's no glyphosate, but it's all connected. So I love that. You know, I know we're going to be talking about, um, you know, female fertility today, but I want to drop this in right here because um, male fertility obviously is just as part, you know, just as important part of the conversation. But when we look at what's causing these low sperm count rates, and just looking at male fertility as a whole and the what's being projected, you know, for the future, it's saying that in 2045, that on the curve of sperm count, like it's reaches zero, right? Like, so essentially the median man would have no viable sperm. And if we look at the number one reason of why this is, it's pesticides. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It's- you know, it's so frustrating and you can't get away from it. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere, like you said, and which is why cleansing is so important to do every year. Yes. Creating that massive space and intentionally targeting your personal obstacles. And when we get done with the customization, right, it's now we'll go on maintenance plans. Like I will forever and ever until things radically shift environmentally, be targeting environmental toxins because we can't run from it. So I love that you, like, I'm so glad that you brought that part to the, to the, to the table because it wasn't even on my radar that that was the pathway that you've done, but that makes so much sense. Um, so you did your first cleanse, you felt, you know, you had those moments of like, you know, where it felt more challenging. You were able to work through it. And on the other side of it, you um, get done, 
on day nine, you teach a class, you feel that energy, that cleansing high that I speak of. You also are rocking a magnificent cleansing glow, which is like my favorite part. And post-cleanse, where do we go from here? Well, so post-cleanse, I followed um, your recommendations. You know, you give us recommendations on what to do to break the fasting, you know, portion. And I was just so much more aware of what I was putting in my body and really being intentional so much more so than I ever was, you know, before I was really, you know, it's like you, you do all this hard work and you don't want to unravel all that work you've done. You want it, you want to keep the momentum going because you feel so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was glowing. I, I was glowing. I felt energized and just so connected to my essence and you know and that's the work I do it's like so I I'm like I value that so much and you really need to work on your physical body as well not just the spiritual and the psychological and all that you need to work on the physical body as well um, to really hold it as you talk about so much of like holding this wellness and this feeling of balance and um, thriving, feeling like you're thriving in life. Um, So I was, you know, just being very intentional about what I was putting in my body. And I remember you and I um, were scheduled to have a, like a one-on-one and you muscle tested me of like kind of the next steps of what to work on. And you muscle tested me to work on my adrenals. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, told me these supplements to take and I ordered them. And then literally, I think it was like after our call, like the next day after our call, I was, you know, waiting for the supplements to come in. And then I found out I was pregnant. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I was just like, shocked. I was blown away. I'm like, wait a minute that like, I couldn't be right. I had to kind of test a couple of times to make sure I'm like, what? Like I'm pregnant. It was, it was like, it just was so easy. It wasn't even anything I had to try or think about, you know, it was just like, it just naturally, you know, happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes, like, I, I remember I had once, I had one period before I, I got pregnant, but I had that period, I think a couple weeks after the the cleanse. And then it was like that next cycle, I missed my period. And I was like, this is so weird. I don't know why. And I tested and then there it was, I was pregnant. And at the time you had, so, so walk us through that, that fertility story. So you had a seven-year-old at the time, if I'm. Yes. Okay. And so this seven years were there periods that you were actively trying to get pregnant? Did you believe that you weren't be going to be able to have more children. Like, walk me th- through that a little bit. Yeah. So um, I have a seven-year-old son, but I have been pregnant five times. Yeah. And before Jackson came, I was pregnant and had I carried that pregnancy until twenty-one weeks, and then you know there was all these issues, and you know we had the you know the the pregnancy obviously didn't hold. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was a, one of like, probably one of the darkest times of my life. Of, 
not understanding really what was happening. I didn't really understand how that could happen and just the devastation around it. And, um, you know, I, I really knew I had to work on my body and I did have someone in my life that did help me work on my hormones in a natural way to help me get pregnant with Jackson, which Mm -hmm. was, which was amazing. Um, but you know, I've had times where I've been pregnant even after Jackson where, you know, I got pregnant and I miscarried and we were, you know, um, had periods of time where we were actively trying and then we would just kind of stop because it was like, well, you know, it's not really happening. So maybe it's just not the right timing. And, but, you know, we were never trying to not become pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know, we were never really trying not to. So we were kind of like, well, if it happens, it happens. So I never went to, you know, I never did, the allopathic way of trying to get pregnant. And, and, and I know a lot of women do that and work so hard and try so hard to get pregnant. And my heart goes out to them because it's, it's really devastating when one, you know, you can get pregnant, but you're like, not sure why you can't keep this pregnancy. Um, or two, you're trying and you're not, getting pregnant. You don't understand. You're tracking, you know, your ovulation, you're trying to figure this out and it doesn't happen. And so I've experienced both and I know how that feels. And, um, you know, it's, it's like, this is why I want to share this because there are ways to support your body. There are reasons you're not getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it could be on the male side. It can be on the female side. Mm -hmm. It can be both. But there are reasons why it, and I know the doctors kind of say it's normal. They kind of normalize it a lot. Um, and I don't think it's, I mean, yeah, yeah. Sometimes things happen, you know, but I, I don't think how much we're seeing it is normal whatsoever. And there is reasons. And it's, I really do believe this toxic overload that we're carrying. And I mean, my story shows I cleared out toxins, the toxins I needed to clear Mm -hmm. out for my unique system. And then there I got pregnant and had a really healthy child. Like she's already four months old. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I have went through the whole pregnancy and it was such a different pregnancy than my first one. Um, And I believe it's because my body was cleansed and I could absorb the minerals and my body, the systems in my body could work as they needed to, to create a human. That's the thing about fertility that really is, you know, the platform that I speak on, which is it's as complex as it is simple, because at the end of the day, all things come down to removing obstacles and changing the way that we're mineralizing, right? Like being fully mineralized. And then from there, my gosh, we've now just gave ourselves like a potential 80 to 90% success rate just with that. And, and I say just with that. And at the same time, it's like, well, okay, but I had to commit to a cleanse, right? I mean, you were already doing foundational things. You were, your body was already starting to be primed for this. And then you stepped into and committed to a cleanse, but we're talking about 10 days in the grand scheme of your life where you were able to target these toxins and radically shift the way that you were mineralized 
shift the terrain as we speak to, and now our body's in a for, for in a fertile, happy place, right? Like this, your story of being in the cleansing circle and having this result is not uncommon, right? Because this is actually the path that sets us free and the path that works. It comes down to obstacles and it comes down to our state of terrain. It's huge. I remember. Yeah. I remember when I messaged you that I'm pregnant and your, your message back to me was so many of my femmes get pregnant <laughs> after they do a cleanse. And I was like, I just got so excited because because they're like you said, this is not this is common that we clear these obstacles out of the way. And then now look, we are able to be if we desire to be pregnant, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but if we are desiring that and we're setting that that um you know, we're giving our body what it needs, it's like then we can easily get pregnant. You know, it's like, it's not difficult. Um, when once, when it once was very difficult for many, many years, I mean, I would say a good 10 years of my life, it was very challenging. It was always a thing. I always would say to myself, yeah, I can get pregnant, but I can't really keep it. So I don't really get pregnant. I'd always be fearful, you know, like, well, I don't want to get too attached because this Mm -hmm. one might end just like the other ones, you know? And that is so, it's so hard. Like that, that's a really, really hard place to be. And when you were pregnant with Olivia, what was, how did that, how was that experience different? Was there like, cause obviously now there's, there's some trauma here in regards to being pregnant. Like you said, like, well, I can get pregnant, but can I hold it? Like, I don't feel like that was the version of you that I was working with. Yeah, I had done a lot of healing work around, you know, when I lost um, the that one pregnancy that was long, late, late in the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, I did a, I had to do a lot of healing work, and you know, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. You know, so it's like I was very committed to healing that, and I really didn't feel that fear as much, and I think because I went through. Um, I got really sick when I was pregnant with Olivia, you know, we were in the, you know, the pandemic and I, I got really sick and, um, for a month. And I mean, I even went to the hospital and she made it through that mm-hmm. when she made, when I saw that ultrasound, I mean, I was probably 14 weeks at that point when I, cause at, at that point I was like, I have no idea. You know, I was very yes. worried. I had no idea if she was going to be okay. I was so, so ill for a good month. And I saw that ultrasound when I went into the hospital and I just knew in my being, she's meant to be here. She is meant to be here and she's a fighter and she's getting through it. And it was like, I just felt this sense of, like, I just knew that this pregnancy was going to be fine. I just knew at that point and I never questioned it. I never worried about it. I was very connected to her soul, you know, mm-hmm. during that entire pregnancy, which was such a different experience for me. And I really do believe, you know, it's, it's all the healing I've done and, and my intuitive strengthening my intuitive abilities, but also I feel clearing, you know, toxins and all of that. I feel all of it made a difference mm-hmm. that I could such a strong connection with her throughout the entire 
process. And it was, I, I mean, I have just such a strong connection with her right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she came out of the womb and I had, you know, a natural childbirth, I birthed, you know, in a birthing tub and at a birthing center. And I mean, she was so alert and she was so, it was just the most peaceful experience. I've, I, I, it was everything I could have, you know, asked for and even better than that. Mm -hmm. And our relationship is, I just already feel it's so close and she's just thriving and, you know, she doesn't have the sensitivities to things that my son, you know, unfortunately, I didn't know. I was like a pescatarian, you know, for 11 years. I was eating a lot of fish and sushi and not during pregnancy per se. I did eat fish during pregnancy, not sushi, but I was, I had a lot of toxins in my system mm-hmm. during that pregnancy. I had preeclampsia. That birth did not go how I wanted it to. It was not fun in any way. It was pretty traumatic. And it was just so different. The experience that I had, you know, with having such a toxic overload in that pregnancy and seeing how that unfolded and even all the challenges I had with Jackson, just having, you know, high heavy metal toxicity and whatnot in his system. And, um, and then what a difference it is with Olivia who does, who had, you know, a cleaner environment to thrive in, I, I I can see the difference. And it's just, it's so important. I wish I would have known, you know, I know we all go through everything, yes. you know, for a reason, yes. but I wish I would have known that, you know, and, and I hope that me sharing this can inspire women, you know, that are about, are trying to get pregnant or, you know, to, to really consider that all of this matters, you know, the time before you get pregnant matters, your pregnancy time matters, all of this matters on how things are going to go for your child. And, um, I'm just so grateful. I had this container of support around me with femme and the cleansing circle to help bring this beautiful soul to the planet. It's so true. I mean, you know, looking back, there's a thousand things, you know, that I would do differently. And I, and I, that's part of my passion, right? It's like, if I can work with a woman before she even thinks about becoming pregnant, my gosh, can we change the world? Right? Like, just like the amount of work that we can do before we even think about getting pregnant is so profound. But I know you like me, it's like this, this wasn't on our radar. I mean, more so you than mine. I mean, you had the experience of going tonight, you had, you know, some serious, you know, truth bombs that were in your field. I didn't have that. I'm just thinking, oh, I'm, it's time to get pregnant. I will do a prenatal, right? Like it did not have remotely the sense of what I know now to be true, like on all levels. And it was so beautiful to watch you go through pregnancy because the embodiment that was there, the conviction that was there, the level of connection, the level of presence. I'm like, you just, I'm just like, my gosh, like if I were to ever become pregnant again or decide that that's, you know, part of my path or that's decision made for me. Right. Like, I just know how radically different it would be. And you, you modeled that. 
Thank you. That feels so good to hear, you know, because it's really true. It really was such a different experience. And I'm like really just enjoying motherhood in such a different way because I'm like, this is how it's supposed to be. Like, this is how it's supposed to be, not the struggles, you know, because the struggles were there because there were obstacles in the way that I didn't, I wasn't aware. I didn't have the knowledge and the awareness. Um, and we've normalized some of these things so much that moms just think it's normal, you know, to have all these struggles because that's what they're told. Like, or this is just common one in, you know, six kids get this. And, you know, it's like, we're all the sensitivities and all the, you know, all the things that, all the kids are going through. It's just, it really doesn't have to be that way, but we have such a broken system. You know, we have such a broken medical model, um, that just does, you know, looks at the symptoms, doesn't really look at the root cause and doesn't really start with, like you said, the foundational work and let's get the mom prepared in a way that's more than just a prenatal, which of course that's important, but it's, there's so much more yeah. than hop on your prenatal and get going, you know, kind yeah. of thing. So I just feel like this information just needs to be out there um, more readily available, you know, for moms to have access to this. You know, another um, startling statistic, if you will, is that by 2040, it's estimates that 50% of the babies born in the U.S. will be born with a birth defect. And when we talk about normalizing, right, it's like, well, I'm sorry, this is like, you're just unlucky, right? Like that's kind of what you leave the sense with. Like, there's really nothing you can do. This can just happen. And you're just unlucky versus what is the body demanding that we understand about the situation right now? And with babies, it can often, often feel like this demand, right? Because there's only one way to communicate and it's either loud and proud or not at all. And so when it comes to this communication, it's like we as a society have have said things that are so wild, right? It's like, does, does he sleep well at night? Oh, so he's a good baby? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, look yeah. at look at you. You're, you're you're a good baby. And if and if it's different, if it's screaming, crying, fussy, then you're not a good baby. You're not an easy baby. Like, it's so wild. Like, this is this is as far as we tend to take it. Good baby, not good baby. Easy baby, not easy baby. Versus now for me, who did not have a quote-unquote easy baby, now I understand having lived through it, having been on the other side of it, having the hindsight of the lessons that my son delivered to the world, right, uh, is that if I see a baby and they are not content, and they are not in their body, my gosh, is there something we need to know? Oh my gosh, that is like so much truth right there. That is exactly right on because that was too with my son. It was like he was that quote unquote difficult Mm -hmm. baby, you know, and, you know, he didn't sleep well and he cried a lot and he was overstimulated and everyone just thought like, you know, there's something wrong with him, you know? And it was like, really, you know, there, he was screaming. There's a lot of communication. He was screaming out, you know, literally and, you know, figuratively, like there was just this, there's communication there of, like you said, the toxic overload. And one of the things that I feel 
really is important for moms and women trying to get pregnant to know is that, you know, the best way for your body to detox is through having a baby, right? So your toxic overload gets dumped into that baby, um, into that embryo. And so if you have a high toxic overload, then that can make that baby not like it would miscarry Mm -hmm. because it would it's like your body is like, okay, we have a way to detox, right? So let's, let's do it this way, you know, but if we are proactive and we cleanse and we take care of our body, then the baby doesn't have to be that as much. So of course nothing's perfect, but as much of a dumping ground. Yeah. Really believe that's why Leo, my, my son that didn't make it past 21 weeks. I feel like that was what happened. I, I had, toxins and viruses and whatever in my ovaries and it just dumped into him and it was like it it made his genetics like you know not compatible to life and I mean he just couldn't survive and then and it's like I didn't know that though you know so it's like I wish I would have known that information beforehand and I would have done things so differently and so you know I always love to share wisdom right so that like maybe a mom doesn't have to go down yeah that journey, you know, or just has that knowledge um, beforehand and can make some different changes and choices in their their life um, so that they can prevent such heartache because it's so devastating. Mm-hmm. It's so devastating to go through these experiences. I, I love that you brought that to the table because, you know, it's, it's the cycle that we're in where we are already so deficient so mineral deficient. And without the minerals, we can't optimize the use of our vitamins. We can't optimize the use of amino acids and enzymes. And like, it's just like at the end of the day, because our soil is so deficient and our food is so deficient, we are deficient. And this deficiency, when we don't have our minerals in proper ratios um, and, and have those reserves. So for instance, just with, you know, what the world's gone through in the past couple of years, right? It's like the, the heightened stress. Well, that heightened stress is going to burn through our magnesium depletion, right? And so we have all these people who are running hot with their sodium potassium. They don't have enough of it and they don't have enough calcium and magnesium, not only in their body, right? But in their lineage, right? So what they were given was already low and then they're not getting enough and then they're burning through it. It's like the foundation, Now that we don't have enough of our mineral base, we can't neutralize toxicity. That's what minerals in so many ways do. They help us actually neutralize the toxicity that we're exposed to. But if we don't have enough, now those toxins take up space in our body and they're legit obstacles in the way from our body doing what it's designed to do, which is heal all the time. Like everything that the body does is in an effort to heal itself. And so when you talk about having, you know, this first baby and that being a mom's ultimate detox, hundred percent, right. It's exactly what it is. And so we have to think like, what's that first child getting from us. But then if we go on to have more children, right. So that first child's not only getting the, our toxic overload, but they're also getting our mineral reserves. So a lot of times, you know, women experience, you know, postpartum depression, you know, or have a really time, hard time postpartum. But what's not brought to the conversation is the fact that they just dump their mineral reserves. So if we don't have that, well, 
now we're depleted, even more depleted. And then when we go on to have more children from this depleted state, that second child may not get that same toxic burden, but they're not going to get the minerals because the prenatal is not going to do the trick. That makes so much sense. My goodness, that is like exactly when you talked about the postpartum depression and anxiety. Yes. I mean, I had that so bad after Jackson and it's exactly right. I mean, like you said, it's like you just dumped all your mineral reserve. Yes. Um, you, you have nothing left. And then, you know, it's like, you know, when a baby doesn't sleep good and it's exactly. fussy and then you're not sleeping and you don't have your mineral reserve. I mean, it's just, it, it's a downward spiral yes. again that we normalize, you know, like it's just this like conversation in the doctor's office. Like, you know, a lot of women get postpartum depression and you can get an antidepressant, you know, if you know what I'm saying, yes. it's just this conversation that just naturally happens in the doctor's office and no conversation, you know, unless you're with a naturopath, I guess, you know, where they would maybe educate you or if you're working with you, Tanya, of yeah. course you would learn this. Um, but there isn't that, you know, information. And then we're just, it's like, we're almost just set up for failure, you know? In so many ways. I mean, like that's the, that's the other thing that you're so beautifully modeling with Olivia is this your work is part of you, right? There's no separation from your work because your work is your purpose. And you've integrated this, this beautiful offering to the world with parenting still the number one priority. Like it also gets to look like this, but when you came back on, right, there was no separation. It was like, this is just I love my work so much. It doesn't feel like work. I'm coming back on, you know, to share a class or share a message or whatever it is. But there was no like, I have to stop taking care of myself and not sleep, push myself, you know, to get back to something where there's separation now that I don't want to do. And now because of this, I'm even more depleted, right? Like spiritually depleted, emotionally depleted, mentally depleted, food depleted, like all the things. Yeah, And that's what we're it, set up to do. Like, that's what I did. I was back to work in three weeks. Like what the yeah. heck? I know. I know. And yeah, like you said, it's like, it's not natural for us no. to be away from our babies. We're supposed to be breastfeeding if we can, yeah. you know, and, and just, and having that skin to skin time and, and, you know, just slowing our life down mm -hmm. and being in the moment. And I, I'm telling you this postpartum period has been so different. And I've, you know, not every day is, you know, rainbows and yeah. sunshine. Of course, there's struggles here and there. But honestly, it's so different this time around. I mean, I feel really happy. I'm like, oh my goodness, you really can feel happy. And I think it really, the biggest thing is clearly all the work that we've been talking about, but yeah. also knowing you need the supports in place. Yes. That is just so important that also really isn't talked about of just how important not only, you know, the supports as far as maybe certain supplements or things, you know, to help support you, but just people to help you, you know, people to help you so that you can heal. And, um, you know, there's that time and space and people nurturing you and, you know, all of that. It's, it's like honoring that postpartum period 
for the mother just as much as the baby, you know, that the mother doesn't get forgotten. And because so much of the attention goes to the baby and usually mom just feels kind of like she's, that's how I felt at least my first time. Um, I didn't feel like I got support, but I also didn't ask for it. I didn't really know what to ask for or how to ask. I mean, it was a big life lesson for me that I knew, okay, this time around, I'm going to you know, reach out to people. I'm going to have supports in place. It's going to be a different experience. And it absolutely has been. And I'm so grateful that I've had experienced both experiences because I can appreciate this so much more because I know what it feels like when you don't have what I have. And so I can really, you know, be so grateful um, for that. And, And no, this is actually how it is supposed to be. We're supposed to feel this way. And we've gotten away from that. And I think that's what's so beautiful is that we're choosing to live in a paradigm where we value sleep, where we value food and protein and keeping our blood sugar regulated, right? Where we value feeling that deep nourishment, where we value being supported, where we value receiving, right, is just as important as giving. And where we're able to have our self-importance be just as big as our heart. And that's that's the flip that most people, right, miss. It's like they grow their heart so big or like they go into this full-on serving mode or full-on mothering mode and they forget that, that in order for that equation to actually work, they have to be just as important as their heart. And this is where so much of the work that you do and put out in the world, right, is like bringing this back into balance. It's like your heart gets to be big and you get to serve others, but you have to take care of yourself in order for this equation to work. 100%. Hmm. Gosh, I cannot believe that she's already four months old. That's just so wild. I know it time is going so fast. It it's like it used to feel like every day was so long. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, the days <laughs> go by so fast. Like, where is it going? I know. I'm constantly asking time to stretch because I feel the same way. I'm like, okay, today we're gonna stretch it out a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Um, but that I do feel like we're living in times right now where time is speeding up. And so it's like a conscious effort every single day to stretch it, you know, because there's so much that's just like on hyperspeed right now. There's hyperspeed changes. There's hyperspeed ascension. There's hyperspeed. It's like people are evolving at hyperspeed. It's like, what took me, you know, 10, 20 years to figure out people are doing in a week. It's just mind blowing, you know, what's available to us right now. And it's exciting at the same time. I'm like, okay, slow down. Right. Absolutely. Well, and it, and it, which is reason why even more that we need support with how fast things are shifting and changing. If we don't have the support around us to help us, it, it can really kind of take us under, yeah. you know, yeah. longer periods than it needs to. So like I said, even with just like the cleansing circle, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, sometimes people tackle things on their own and I just, I really recommend that people get that support and that community and really have someone who's skilled and licensed and knows really, you know, the ins and outs of 
how to do this work, that you're guided in that way versus like thinking you can just do it on your own. I, I mean, you could, but I think you'll be more successful always when we have somebody who's done it, someone who already knows the path and, and can guide you through that. I think there's so much value in that. And I'm so grateful you have that, you know, support system for women who desire to have, you know, to cleanse that you've created this community and these resources available. And I love, I love that you brought that to, you know, the space, because that's exactly why the cleansing circle was created was this whole idea. You know, this was what, six years ago that if people just do it on their own, right? They don't have the full on knowledge necessarily to keep these channels open or have the understanding of like, this is so important. It's like literally that will change everything because there's, you know, like juice cleanses are so popular and people go out and do them. Right. But there's no like, Hey, by the way, if you do this and your channels are open, you're actually going to feel even worse. In fact, you may actually be in a worse spot afterwards because now we've just jacked up the blood sugar. Now we've just stirred up the toxicity. Now they've settled somewhere else and we didn't actually complete what we wanted to do, which was decrease your toxicity overload. So like it started out with that and like the most beautiful thing that happened and you were example of that was as we were going and more people were stepping into this, it actually became easier overall. Like it is so rare that somebody would quit a cleanse. They just want to do it because it's not even an option on the table. But when you're by yourself and your thoughts start to get to you or somebody else gets to you and you start to have that little bit of doubt, it's like, ah, maybe I'll just quit. Right. But it's like, it's, it's not the middle that you feel it. It's the end of it. Whether you do a three day, a four day, a 10 day, it's the end of it that feels like the most gratifying thing on earth. You know, it's like, holy, that just happened. It's the completion because it's from there now that we can create that incredible momentum. And that's why in the cleansing circle, which in full transparency is going through a full rebrand because it's not just about cleansing anymore. It's beyond that. It's now it's like, okay, how do we keep these channels of elimination super open and go even deeper with it, which is in the cleansing theme, but also talking about the adrenals, talking about the thyroid, balancing the blood sugar, getting enough protein, eating in a way that is super nourishing. And you're going to love this, that we just completed. Um, it's, it's in the hands of a, a programming team now, but we are doing a cyclical calculator to help women learn how to optimize nourishment and their macros in a super, you know, obviously nourishing way, which is not a conversation that's out there, but to match their cycle. Oh my goodness. I am so looking forward to that. I love all the upgrades that you do. I mean, I feel like that's, what's so beautiful about you and your work is you're constantly working on yourself. You're, you are real, you're the real deal. Mm -hmm. You know, you are walking your talk and you are, consistently, you know, upgrading as it's needed because, you know, you up level and then, okay, well now let's, you know, shift it in this way and let's add this. And it's just, it's great to be along 
on the journey with you because, you know, your up level is our up level, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's amazing. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, I have all the love right back to you because you, I would say the same thing to you. So we're holding up the mirror for each other on that one. So on that note, I would love for you to share uh, how people can find you because your work is gold that you have available to the, to to the public. I mean, there's so many friends that are gravitated or magnetized to your work just by you being you, because again, it's the, it's that embodiment. It's like, this is who I am. There's no other way that I would be. And talk to us just, I mean, I have your bio, of course, if they know, but like just a little bit about the services that you have and how they can find you. Yeah. So, you know, the best way to find me, I have a Facebook group called Purpose Driven Intuitive Women. And, you know, I have over 60 free trainings in there. I've had that group open for a couple of years now, you know, when the whole pandemic kind of shut everything down, mm-hmm. I opened that group up and that's the best way to find me. And essentially, you know, I'm a licensed social worker. Um, I, but I'm, I, I'm a holistic psychotherapist that also brings my intuitive healing into my work. And I've really gravitated more towards you know, moving into the coaching mm-hmm. direction because I can really embody and bring all of my spiritual gifts versus being kind of in the box of a psychotherapist, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I have to honor my essence. My essence yes. wants that freedom to expand and grow and bring all mm-hmm. of me to the table. And this is where I, I help, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs and healers heal themselves and connect with their soul's purpose. And, um, you know, I just bring in my holistic therapies, but also energy work and um, working on the subconscious level so that they can, you know, remove those obstacles and barriers, their limiting beliefs and all of that. So they can really be the full expression of who they are. They can be in that expansive state. You know, we need more healers really living in their essence and really showing up and, you know, being in their light. And our our world needs this desperately right now. And it's just so in my soul to show up big for those people that also serve yeah. um, in that way. And um, yeah, it's just, it's so, it's so, like you said, it is, it is a, an embodiment. It is things I, you know, I, I do this, these things every day, yes. like, you know, I mean, this is just my everyday life and, um, to bring that to the world is there's not even, there's not even an option. It's just, it has to happen, you know? And I know that's how you are too. You're like, I have to bring this work into the world. There's, yeah. there's no choice here. I, it, it is happening, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I would do this all day, every day. And the calling is really doing this all day, every day on a greater platform, right? Like to not just do it for me, it's for me first, always, right? Like you do this work for you first. And then from there, it's like the ripple effect of for the collective um, because we wouldn't have it any other way. Like it's like, and, and this is the really amazing thing is this is true for everyone, right? There is something for everyone that is so purposed and it can look a million different ways, but it's like, owning that and honoring that and walking that path. And that's what you help women do. It's like, 
it's right here. You just help like pull back the veil. Like it's right here. Now step into it. It's so true. It's, it's, it's so necessary to, you know, embody your own work and to do the journey. And it's like you said, when you live that way, people get inspired and they, they're like, Oh, this is possible for me. Like, look at Tanya, like, okay, I can do this. You know, like this is, it it inspires, it gives people hope. It, It shows people there's a different way. And it's only through us embodying it, that that message is crystal. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, We could go on and on and on and on, but I am so thankful that you are willing to share your story. I know there are like, there's so many women that are going to connect to the journey that you've been on. And I really, really hope it lands. Like I know you and I are both just connected in. We want this message to do, to bring hope, right? To bring hope and hopefully some clarity and some answers on the path of what it looks like to heal our bodies and what it looks like for us to fully step into this this nourishing way, which requires us to remove some obstacles first. So thank you, Jillian, so much for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for having me. This was the best conversation. I love spending time with you. So just thank you so much for having me. Mm. All right, woman, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.